0: Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information the podcast for Japanese people who are studying English. Today, I want to talk about making your own alcohol or brewing alcoholic drinks. Now, of course, this is something that is illegal in Japan, unless, of course, you're making very, very weak alcoholic drinks. But in England, this is not the case at all. And... Perhaps it's not terribly common, it's not very common, but are people who enjoy brewing their own alcoholic drinks, such as beer and wine and cider and even sake. So why is it that you're not allowed to brew your own alcohol in Japan? Well, before the American occupation of Japan, after the second world war uh, it was perfectly okay to brew your own beer in japan but when the americans were occupying japan they changed many laws and one of them was the brewing of alcohol i think this is a great shame because brewing alcohol is an interesting hobby to have Uh, well certainly if you enjoy drinking it of course and I think brewing sake is especially interesting because I know there are a lot of different varieties that you can make so yes I think it's time that people in Japan speak out and and say to your government we don't want the old American laws anymore thank you very much We want to go back to the way things used to be and we want permission to brew our own alcoholic drinks if we want to. At my house uh, there is currently a what's known as a keg of beer being brewed, so a keg is a large container, a large vessel used for storing alcohol in, and in this case beer. So, the way that we normally make beer is by buying a kit um, from a supermarket um, and that kit looks like a large tin can and inside there's a a mixture of a thick brown uh, liquid it doesn't sound very nice and the smell is okay um, but what you do is you put this thick brown mixture uh, in a in a large container uh, this is different to the keg this is for the first uh, brewing stage put this in a large container um, and fill it up with water and then depending on the kit you bought you may or may not add some brewing sugar now into this large container you will also put some yeast and then you will leave it in a room at around room temperature for perhaps uh, two weeks to ferment. I think that's dukase in Japanese but I'm not terribly sure and after this fermentation stage this jikusei stage has finished Um, You transfer the contents of that large container into the keg and then it will sit for around another two weeks before it's finished the second fermentation stage and after which it may or may not be ready to drink. So often what will happen is I will try um, an amount that comes out of the keg and see if it's clear. Uh, If it's not clear then it looks very cloudy. Um, But if it's clear and the flavour is right then it is ready to drink. I have in the past uh, also brewed wine and that follows a similar process. I started off with a kit and added and added water, sugar and yeast and after a while you end up with a nice wine to drink. I think the wine that I made was a red wine in this case. And maybe I made around two or three bottles. I can't quite remember the amount. Uh, It was a long time ago that I did this. Uh, As for beer, that makes around 40 pints. Now pints is a measurement Um, A measurement that you don't have in Japan, so 40 pints would be about 22 liters. That's quite a lot of beer, don't you think? Oh, and I should also mention that brewing your own beer is a lot cheaper than buying uh, beer from the supermarkets. I think it works out at around 50 pence a pint so that's around 70 yen for around 560 milliliters and there are a lot of these different brewing kits that you can buy from supermarkets um, and or or from specialist uh, stores for uh, brewing your own beer known as homebrew stores so it's always a fun thing to try something new and then wait to see what the results are like. Of course the negative side of this is if you don't like the, the alcoholic drink you've just made you usually have a lot of it to drink. Fortunately um, this hasn't happened yet. I haven't made a drink that I've particularly disliked so much that it had to go to waste. So uh, I've been lucky so far. Now a few years ago I remember brewing sake which was quite an interesting experience because I remember starting off with kojikin and from that I had to um, keep a a large amount of rice warm for a long time so that the kojikin would uh, grow over this rice and then I was able to um introduce this rice to a larger amount of rice and uh, some brewing yeast as well and then after ooh, maybe it was around a month i had some sake although this was particularly uh, cloudy style of sake sort of like nigori sake although i think it had a special name and unfortunately i've forgotten what it was but anyway, uh, it was it was very delicious, and I enjoyed drinking it very much. Perhaps a little too much, actually, as I remember getting somewhat drunk one evening uh, on this cloudy sake. Actually, because sake is quite hard to purchased to buy in England I am thinking about making some more sake at some point in the future so of course if I do this I'll be sure to upload any pictures to my Instagram account which is egogo podcast e i g o g o p o d c a s t So, if brewing your own alcohol were legal in Japan, do you think that's something you would be interested in, or do you think you would just continue buying it from supermarkets? Perhaps you think it takes a little bit too much time or a bit too much effort and you're already very busy, or maybe you don't have the space uh, to store the equipment that's required for making your own alcohol. But if ever you come to England and you're lucky enough to meet someone who brews their own alcohol, then hopefully you'll also be lucky enough to try some because uh, homebrew alcohol has a different flavor from the alcoholic beverages, uh, drinks that you buy in supermarkets or pubs. Thanks again for listening to the end of this podcast and I do hope you've enjoyed it. As always, if you have any questions or recommendations for topics you would like to hear me cover, uh, you can get in touch with me via email at podcast at gmail.com or, or message me on Instagram or the Twitter account both of which have the name Air Gorgor Podcast. Hope you have a lovely day, and I look forward to seeing you next time.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,